The following has been recorded at Cairn University. Any reproduction of this recording without the express permission of the university is prohibited. Well, let's just say praise God. Anybody out there? Let, let's, let's, try, let's try that again. Let everybody say praise God. Praise God. Wow. I love it. Thank you, Adam, for those uh, warm uh, words. It's great to be here. It's always good to uh, come back um, to this university, uh, a university that is, it is committed to the Lord's work. Um, Dr. Williams, um, I just can't say enough about him, the um, fellow board members, what they do and what they, they, they give, their devotion, dedication to this university and more directly to each of you and others that have decided to pursue their educational careers uh, here at, uh, at Karen. We, we thank you and and we love you. Um, I was thinking that today was probably a fast day, so we don't have to worry about lunch. <laughs> but just in case some of you are not fasting, then we will take care of, of business right now. So let me pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, I do thank you for this privilege. I thank you for this honor. I thank you for this time to come before these whom you have gathered here at the Karen University in the city of Langhorn, the state of Pennsylvania. Use me as your instrument. Give me that which you'd have me to say, Lord God, that the hearts that you seek to reach will be reached. For I give you glory, I give you honor, and I give you praise. There is a, a, a poem that I learned some years ago that I will um, start this, this message with. It's, it's called If. And if you look at those two letters, I-F, you could see or maybe you can't see, but that's the center of life, L-I-F-E. And Mr. Kipling wrote these words to his son, but we will say that they also apply to the daughters. It goes like this, if. If you can keep your head when all about you are losing theirs and blaming it on you, if you can trust yourself when all men doubt you, but make allowance for their doubting too. If you can wait and not be tired of waiting or being lied upon and don't deal in lies or be hated and don't give way to hating and yet don't look too good nor walk too wise. If you can dream and not make dreams your master, if you can think and not make thoughts your aim, 
if you can meet with triumph and disaster and treat those two imposters just the same. If you can bear to hear the truth you have spoken, twisted by knaves and make a trap for fools, or watch the things you gave your life broken and stoop and build them up with worn out tools. If you can make one heap of all your winnings and risk it on one turn of pitch and toss and lose and start again from the beginning and never breathe a word about your loss. If you can force your heart and nerve and sinew to serve your turn long after they are gone, and so hold on when there is nothing in you except the will which says to them, hold on. If you can talk with crowds and keep your virtue, or walk with kings nor lose the common touch, if neither foes nor loving friends can hurt, if all men count with you but none too much, if you can feel the unforgiving minute with 60 seconds worth of distance run, yours is the earth and everything that's in it, and which is more, you will be a man or woman if. I memorized that poem some years ago, but time has caused it to grow somewhat dim. I can remember parts, but not the whole piece. Adam gave you um, a description of my bio, and we know that introductions are, are designed to introduce someone to someone else so that they might know them a little better. But I want you to know me even better. I want you to know that I am a sinner that has been saved by grace through my faith in God through Jesus Christ. And how do I know that? Because Ephesians 2 and 8, which is the word of God, told me that. That means that right now I am in right relationship with God through Jesus Christ. And I trust that all of you that are under the sound of my voice too can make that declaration that I am in right relationship with my creator, my maker, my sustainer, my protector because of his son, Jesus. And knowing who I am is important to me. Knowing who I am responsible to and must give accountability to is important.
important to me. Henry Blackaby said once that the world is growing darker and darker. And then he goes on to reason that the reason that the world is getting darker and darker is because the light is getting dimmer and dimmer. And I wondered why that is. And I looked at John 18 and 12, and it said to me, Jesus said this, that he is the light of the world. But how then can the world be getting darker and darker if Jesus is the light? Maybe I have something to do with that. Maybe you have something to do with that. John wrote in Revelation, when the angel of the Lord had had spoken to him and Jesus was about to give unto him the story of what was happening then and and what should happen in in the future. And and, and John was a a, a bit startled, he said, but, but when he turned, he saw seven lampstands. And he said he saw in the midst of them one that looked like the Son of Man, the Son of God, one that looked like Jesus Christ in the midst of the seven lampstands, the seven lampstands being representative of the seven churches in Asia. In other words, the body, the body of Christ and Jesus himself standing in the midst of the body that he called the church. Is the moon a light? The moon is not a light, for some of you may be confused, but it is a, when we see it in the darkness of the night and it lights up, it's only reflecting the sun, the S-U-N. The church is to be a reflection of the sun, the S-O-N. So if we don't reflect the things of Jesus, if we don't represent the things that Jesus represents, represented and represents and continue to remind us of there is no reason why the world is getting darker and darker. My brothers and my sisters, the world is always going to be the world. It's always been the world. But we must always be the church. 
We must always be the body of Christ. We must always stand for truth. Not just talk about it, but we must live it. We must breathe it. We must show it. Matthew 5 and 14 says this. Jesus said that believers are the light of the world. And that light is supposed to illuminate anything that is in its presence. We, we, we talk a lot, but we don't show enough. We can declare that we are saved and filled with the Spirit of God, but unless our lives demonstrate that, if we can't live up to the truth of the gospel, then we are no good to the world and we are no good to our Heavenly Father and His Son, Jesus Christ. We're light. I'm a light. But I have a problem. Maybe my light is not as bright as it ought to be. But then I must consider why not. I might have to consider what's in my life that causes my light not to burn as brightly as Jesus would have it. Let me just suggest maybe a few things. Maybe my life is messed up because of my political views. Maybe my life is messed up because I'd rather trust in government than God. Maybe my life is messed up because I don't like people that look different than I do. Maybe my life is, 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 is all messed up and my light is dim because I want it all for me and none for you. Maybe my life is messed up because I believe that if I take one of those two coats that I have and give it to one that does not have a coat that they're robbing me. But if my light is to be what God would have it to be, we need to look at his word. You see, I'm who I am because of whose I am. Because I'm a remade, reshaped, and reformed sinner. Now made in that original image of God. Believing in the Son. Having a life 
that reflects compassion and empathy and understanding and love for everybody regardless. But if I can get away from labeling people, you know, we, we, we big at labeling now. You know, if you fall, say you are liberal or you say you are conservative, then we can't talk about anything. If you, you, you say that I can't fellowship with other believers in Christ because our denominations are different, then my light won't shine. I'm just putting a basket over it. That if I judge people just by the way they look, my light is not shining. If I can't meet and accept people right where they are, my light's not shining. I'm no different than, than the world. If I integrate into my belief in God through Jesus Christ the things of the world, then I'm no different. If I cannot have compassion for those that are less fortunate than me and take my last and be willing to, to give it to him without or her without any question, my light would not shine. If I always want to get and never give, my light is not shining. If I can live my life in a red state, the red state that God provided through the shed blood of his son, Jesus Christ. You know, if, if I could only move there, my light, which are not the red state that politicians like to, to talk about, but the red state that all of us should live in under the blood of Jesus Christ, that we can be the men and women that God has created us for and be able to fulfill and serve the purpose that God has assigned to each one of us. If I can move beyond my allegiance to a denomination, then my light can shine. If I can look beyond fault, one's faults and see their needs, then my light can shine. If I can accept God, 
And if I can accept who God says I am, and he has accepted me just as I am, that's going to dictate what I say. That's going to dictate what I do. That's going to dictate how I treat people. The Bible tells me that how can you say you love me whom you've never seen and then you hate your brother? Yeah. The world is going and drawing darker and darker. But as John wrote to the church in Ephesus. Oh, they were doing all the right thing. They were screening people against the doctrine. They were screening and testing people on their faith. They were purging the church of all unbelievers. And they were making high marks in all the programs that they had. But there was a but from the Lord. You lost your first love. My, my brothers and sisters, we, we, we can't work our way into the kingdom. We must serve our way in the kingdom. If we can learn to serve God the way God has commanded us to serve him, we wouldn't be running around with the spirit of fear. For he has not given us a spirit of fear. If we trust in him, I don't need an armed guard at the door of my church because I have the sword. I have the power of God in this book. And if I can't trust God, then who can I trust? It's worldly. And the world is growing darker because we are getting too intertwined. With the world. We were separated. We were called out. We were baptized and filled with the Holy Spirit to be a unique people called out by God to worship Him and only Him shall we worship. If The last part of the Chronicles says to us that if my people, which are called by my name, first humble themselves, we need to come down off the perches we live. We need to seek his face. We don't need to seek government to solve spiritual issues. That's God's business. I don't remember in my book where Jesus went to Caesar and said, Caesar, I need you to command these laws so that people will live right. Now, what are we saying to God when we can't trust him 
to live up to what he has promised those that believe in him. My, my young brothers and my young sisters, consider it. Don't fall into the traps that we as older people have set for you. Look at the book. Study the book. Accept the book and accept who you are. In God. What's that, that slogan that you have here? Walk a what? A different path. Walk a path that is solely founded on the word of God. Because God said this, that if you seek my faith, if you turn from your wicked ways. See, see, wickedness is becoming so acceptable in the body of Christ. We compromise on the wrong thing. We don't ever have to compromise with the world. When we compromise with the world, we are denying our Lord and Savior and all that he did. A lie is still a lie. I don't care how pretty you dress it up. It's still a lie. Don't fall for the lies. The truth is the truth. Amen. Mama used to say to us all the time that if you tell one lie, you're going to have to tell another one. Then you're going to have to tell another one. And Mama always had a way of just asking enough questions. And by the time you got back around to what you had said, she knew it was a lie. Some, some of you probably know that. Some of you probably experienced that. But it's your responsibility to learn the truth. You aren't going to get before the Lord and say, well, my teacher didn't teach me that. You know, you know how we get um, when something is on an exam that was not gone over in class. You know, well, we didn't cover that in class. But it was in the syllabus. Y'all know what I'm talking about. I've been there. The book. And you know what? You don't even need this. All of you have cell phones, iPads. You know, you can can have access anywhere and any time that you want to. And if you do that, if you dedicate your life first to living for God, seek ye first the kingdom and its righteousness in all these things. I like what the psalmist said. Delight yourself in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. And you know, those desires won't be worldly. Those desires will be, what can I do more to serve you, God? And God will give you more. God will give you more. I was doing my ancestry work. I work on it a a little bit at a time, but it it, it, it gets you involved. Both of my great-grandparents were slaves. On my dad's side, my grandfather was a preacher. On my mother's side, my grandmother was a preacher. And now, I'm a preacher. 
with the world and everybody that I come in contact with. My assembly. You know, it's how you present yourself. It's what people are going to think about you first. If you're a child of God, then you must present yourself as a child of God. You must distinguish yourself from those of the world. Because if you don't, you will be just looped into them. And what is good for them becomes good for you. I know I have been there. But the Lord said here in Second Chronicles that if I turn from my wicked ways, see, I had to do all these things. First, I had to humble myself, not think that I'm more than I am because I'm just a nobody. I had to seek his face, not my best friend, not a, a person that might have a little more knowledge than me, but, but his face. And, 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 and turn from the wickedness in life. And he said this, and then I'll hear from heaven and I will heal the land. God is waiting to heal. But we must be ready to change. We must be ready to change from the way of the world and accept the way of God. He has not given us a spirit of fear, but a spirit of love. And know what else he gave us? A sound mind. A sound mind that's driven by the power of God that is called the Holy Spirit that dwells in everyone that says Jesus Christ is Lord. If you can do these things, then the earth is yours, my sons and my daughters. Father, in the name of Jesus, we do thank you for this time. I pray, Father God, that the words that you allowed to flow from me will touch someone. Someone will gain a greater insight, a stronger purpose, that someone will examine themselves first and seek to be more like you, Jesus. Again, I just thank you for this time. In Jesus' name, I pray. And the people of God said amen and amen and amen. Thank you.